Sorry, I'm just prepping myself up for the intro. That's all right, man. Take all the time you need. Me, 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 me. Wetlands. Wetlands. I'm just warming up. Will Smith Hitch. Will Smith Hitch 2. <laughs> Hitch, Hitch 2. two. people out there who are listening with their ears to Sky Pirate Radio, the newest and most exciting episode to air. Kevin, can you can you give us a clue in as to why this episode is going to be so exciting? Ooh, I can feel the electricity in the room. We've got a special guest uh, coming in today. We've got Sid Meier, actually, <laughs> is going to be here. Tell us all the secrets about how to make a video game. Sid Meier's already waiting in the wings, uh, in the in the Sky Pirates waiting room with a few magazines. He's got um, some magazines, he's got a little bowl with some M&Ms in it, and a bottle of water. So he's waiting there now, and, and we're ready to bring him out at any point, at any point in this podcast, but we'll just wait for this, the special yeah, time. Yeah, wait for the right time. We've got a few little bits of housekeeping to get out of the way, and then of course we'll bring out, uh, you know, what everyone's here for, uh, Sid Meier, for the big interview. Yep, Sid Meier, Sid Meier will come out and tell himself and tell you how to make the best, most successful game. Uh, he's going to announce he's going to announce his new game as well. So look out! If you're listening to the podcast now and you're you're listening to it by yourself, and there's anyone else around, you might be on the train. You might wanna you might wanna take those headphones out and kind of invite everyone around you to to come and listen in because this is this is a life changing moment. You know what? You could do that if you've only got two headphones. Just plug your earphones out and blast it on the yeah, train. Yeah, just home. blast it up. Because you know, you know, everyone wants to hear this. You're doing a public service, uh, if anything. Uh, for for anyone that's out there in the in the trains hearing this on loudspeaker phones, my name's Jace. Welcome to the podcast. I have my friend Kevin with me as well. Hello, I'm here to talk about uh, video games. Different video games. Hmm, how quaint! As, as from from my own, all these all these different kinds of games you can play out there these days, and it's starting it's starting to creep me out. <laughs> it's a little bit worrying. All these bits and bytes. It's uh, <laughs> it's doing something I think to the kids. That's right. It's it's corrupting their little brains. Mm. When's it going to be too much? Well, yeah, I don't know. Everything's everything's too much all the time. Everything. Did you see the Nintendo Direct that um? came by yesterday i didn't watch it but i i heard some Mm. of the news there's a there's a sans uh me fighter outfit what a what a surreal dream we're all living in these days yeah it's a it's a wild time Um, yeah that that was pretty exciting there's also been a a lot of games coming out kevin have you have you managed to, to snag any new games lately I don't know if it's a new game, but I've been playing a Steam World Heist because it was on sale. I got that one. I've been playing uh, Bloodstained as well, and also Whipsy. I played as well. Uh, how's Whipsy? It's pretty good. It's I I've been watching it on on Twitter. And you're a little pink boy, and you have a whip, and you can whip things. I beat it. It's only four levels, and they don't really have any like intros or 
Or like, yeah. or like things that happen after you. Oh, he does a little dance after you beat the boss. It's it's it looks nice. Some of the art is pretty good, but it's a pretty it's a pretty rough game. But uh, you know, it was still fun. It was just kind of interesting to to see. Like the core idea was really strong. You know, you have he has his little whip, and you can whip the enemies, and you can whip these like grapple points to uh to kind of swing around. But there's only like one or two of them in each level, and so. It doesn't end up. I just found that was the weirdest part of it to me is that they there wasn't anything new that happened with the whip. There were those whip points you could swing on, and then there were about one or two of those per level, and nothing uh, more in depth or different. Yeah, than I wonder that. what happened there. I think it was just it must just be. I think it's just like an early project for the for the programmer. Hmm. Okay. Um, and that's that's fine. They're just they're just testing their hand with stuff. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's that's, and you'll you'll you know. I wish that we had we were. I don't know how long it took to do that, but you know, if it's a if it doesn't take, if it hasn't taken them like you know five years, then they're doing good, <laughs> and then they'll learn and make a make another game. Yeah, that's a, that's that's the thing is is being able to to release a game in in several months is as far as I'm concerned a very special gift. If if that's how Whipsy went, I'm I'm not too sure. Yeah, I think um, it was. I think it was. It was in development for a while. At some point, I got approached to do some of the art for it, but I decided not to do it. And um, thinking maybe I should have, but it's all right. I focus on my own stuff. I just have to, as long as I make it count, as long as I make uh, the the stuff that I'm working on count now, it's all it's all good. That's right. Your stuff is going to be as epic as it gets. <laughs> so epic. And, uh, we're gonna... It's going to be an epic gamer moment. What, what um what else did you say you were playing Kevin Steamworld Heist? Yeah, I played Steamworld Heist. That was on sale. Yeah, I wouldn't have got it if it was. Yeah, I don't know because it's not. I'm not typically super super interested in in you know a kind of turn based strategy game like that. But uh, I gave it a chance because I wanted to play a new game. And then in the trailer, everyone said that it was like ten out of ten. So I was like, okay, well, let's see, let's see what yeah. what this is. So it's like what do you got? It's it's like a two D. You know, it's like Fire Emblem or whatever, or like XCOM. I guess you move your dudes around and they have like weapons. You can equip them with some different, uh, you know, a couple different items and stuff. And it's like a two D map, kind of like a uh, it's like a platformer, but it's a shooty turn based <laughs> game. So what, the thing that I kind of do really appreciate about it is there's like there's different levels of cover. Like in something like XCOM, like you'll go behind a cover or you'll go to shoot someone, and it's giving you that percentage chance of whether it's going to hit. In this game, it's um once you're in place, you get to kind of aim and shoot. So instead of it being like if someone's under half cover, then you have like a 50% chance, or if they're under full cover, you've got, you know, only 20% chance to hit or something. It's once you get in place and you start aiming, then wherever you've chosen to kind of stand, it kind of makes it its own little mini game about whether you're going to hit them or not. Because you can kind of aim up and down, but then there's, you know, like classic, like a sniper rifle kind of sway in it where it'll kind of sway back and forth. Uh, and also, you can mm-hmm. ricochet bullets off of walls and stuff to hit dudes behind them. So in that oh. in that way, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a 
like a billiards thing almost where you're uh you're kind of lining it up when you're moving your dudes around and then you're you're taking your shots to uh to hit dudes and so that's been pretty fun so wherever your reticle uh is landing when you fire is where it shoots it's just about uh, it moving around and you having to line it up like a little mini game kind of thing rather than probability yeah yeah, that's yeah cool. so that's pretty cool some of them are it's it's tricky sometimes because it's it's hard to get a ricochet if you don't have someone who has like a scope that'll show you where it's going to ricochet to um so sometimes you know a lot of a lot of the guns that i have at this point i've like finished the first boss and i'm kind of halfway in the second area uh they don't really have scopes and so you're just kind of eyeballing it (laughs) Uh, that's fun too because it's, it's probably something you get a little bit better at as the game goes on. So you'll probably need reticles and stuff. Um, well, you know, like aimy things for hitting the the walls less as you're going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, being able to sort of guess and determine where bullets are gonna go. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty neat way of. It makes it. Yeah, it makes it kind of. It turns it into somewhat of an. It's not like an action thing, but there's a there's an action element when you're when you're taking that shot, and it also makes the makes hiding behind cover or behind the wall and stuff like uh that affects the aiming and stuff in in a real way and not in a like changing a percent chanced way. Is there a a, a level of sort of like rogue like or randomness to the level generation or is it actual just concrete levels that are designed so i've replayed some of them to try and level up some of my other uh robot dudes that you get while you're playing um and they appear to be the same maps uh sometimes so they're like the ship has the same layout but sometimes the rooms were different and sometimes enemies spawn differently, but it depends on the mission, because I think some of them are more... Some of them have more kind of parts that can be randomised than others. A little bit of random flavour from your, your robo your robo steampunk game. They just uh, released like a, a card game as well, didn't they? A, a Steamworld Quest, I think it's hmm, called. I hadn't heard about that Maybe one. Maybe a couple months ago. Yeah, I, I, I had a little look at it, and it, you know, I had a kind of slate of spy kind of look to it but i i don't know how it plays i'll have to give it a give it a whirly do i'm a big fan of both of the dig games i thought they were both pretty neat yeah i played the first one yeah everyone's going for the uh slay the spire likes (laughs) yeah look they that one the one game made money and then everyone figured that uh they could make exclusive ports of it uh of different versions of it for money i think there's like a pirate version on ios yeah uh, iOS yeah and joey and i have been playing some of that pirate one is it good in uh, in comparison i i've been hesitant to check it out just because i i feel a, a little weird about anything that's released so closely to to slay the spider is just kind of like hey here's an here's another card game and it's kind of the the same thing mechanically mm. oh i haven't i haven't played i haven't played slay the spire uh the pirate one is is pretty good um in some ways it's kind of basic like the animations and and that kind of stuff isn't amazing uh but and sometimes the theming is not that interesting either but it is you know it is it is a card game it works you pick what cards you want you make choices and stuff you do the deck build it's very like you know 
if you want to unlock new stuff, you got to grind a whole bunch because it's you know her phone game and it's free to download. So yeah. One other thing, Kevin, that you played is Bloodborne, and I'm very excited to talk about this too because I've been I've been playing a little. Do you bit, mean Bloodstained? Uh, Bloodborne, Jesus, Bloodstained. <laughs> I have done that. I have done this every time I've mentioned Bloodstained to a friend. Is the first time I've called it Bloodborne, and then they've been really confused when I've started talking about it, like it being a, a side scroll. Yeah. Thing. Um, but yeah, how do you feel about Bloodstained, Kevin? The new. Uh, Koji Igarashi Vampire Time. It's it's uh, it's all right. <clears throat> it's it's kind of it's weirdly similar to Symphony of the Night in some ways that it doesn't need to be. Like the the animations when you level up or when you like get a HP max up or something are like eerily similar, and it's like that's not that's not the thing. That's not the specific thing that people were after. <laughs> that's not that's not why they they want this game. They want to explore the castle and stuff. Mm. Uh, and it's it's good, you know. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty fun to play, and it's good to walk through those corridors and uh, and hit all the dudes on the way through. But the art is is not very good. Um, yeah, a lot of the art and three D assets and stuff. Yeah, it's weird. They just kind of look uh, look kind of muddy. But it's yeah, it's interesting. Cause if I can, cons- like, I consider it like um. Like if I was playing, it's like playing Symphony of the Night, but the just someone's changed the art. <laughs> someone's mucked around with it a bit, yeah. Like a flash game. Um, it's it's interesting too. But you're playing it on the Switch, right? It, yes. And the performance hasn't been has been a bit a bit of a shaky time for you. You said. Um, sometimes I've had a couple of times where it's frozen up, but generally it hasn't been that bad. There's like a few problem rooms where like these specific rooms when you move between them it'll like hang for like five seconds or something but i haven't i haven't really had any i haven't had any issues playing it really i'm sure it's probably better on other platforms but whatever yeah i've been playing it on uh, xbox one where Mm -hmm. it's it's pretty good except for i think i've had the same experience with like a couple of problem rooms that might just be a little bit too big and have a few too many enemies or something like that where it's just kind of kind of chugged along a little bit mm. the, the main thing like, like just sort of weird like cutscene stuff i remember coming off the the boat at the start of the game and uh it, it does this sort of little stylish whip pan to the castle where it's like and then title card comes up like blood blood stain here it is and uh, that ran at like like two frames a second coming in, and I was uh, I was very whoa, Uh-oh. what's going on? But uh, it's it's been pretty okay on the on a moment to moment basis at least. Yeah, I think uh, I think just I don't know, I I I think I've always had an issue with the progression in the uh, in the kind of Metroidvania Castlevania games. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not really sure what my huge issue is, but I always get. I always, I always experience the same thing in every one of these games where I'm, I'm sort of exploring around and I'm feeling really good and then I'll, I'll run into a boss and and he'll just completely floor me, and I, and I won't really get what I'm supposed to do until I, I take him on a few times and I have to usually grind a little bit before mm. I, uh, I get to him again. Usually, I have this experience where I'll get to a boss before I'm ready for him a lot of the time and I don't know if that's an intentional decision to just have him kind of kind of wipe the floor of you for a little bit some or, or or if i just suck 
I don't know. I think it. De- I think it depends because the like the design is like it's not really set. F- I guess for you to be coming to a specific boss at a at the specific time. Yeah. Like for me, I had trouble with the very first one, and then I had some exploring around, and then every other boss I've beaten on the first try. Um, I think just because I'm extra extra leveled or something. Uh-huh. I think I maybe just I think I maybe I was like walking back and forth to checkpoints when I maybe they were expecting me to use like just a waystone or just walk back. So I, I think I'm just over leveled for 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 what's going on, and so I'm hitting all the bosses were pretty straightforward. Yeah, I think it might have something to do with the way in which you level up, like it's an an RPG. Where you can eat, you either have enough health and enough strength for a fight, or you can just be clocked. I guess if you haven't, you know, been been walking to and fro each checkpoint instead of using the waypoints or whatever. Yeah, well, I guess that kind of happened with me when I played Symphony of the Night as well. I didn't, I didn't finish it, but I got to inverting the castle. This was only a couple of years ago because I was playing it for the first time. And then in that part, you know, when there's a there's all the bosses on the once you. Uh, invert the castle and they were just like I had some trouble for the first half but then all the bosses in that second half were just dying straight away so I don't know huh yeah it's it's it was also weird to see because I played the curse of the moon as well and so I I'd this was my second time seeing all these bosses and also some of the music I knew before which that was kind of cool because that was kind of like you know, it's kind of like my experience with Castlevania, learning all that music and then hearing it come back in uh, in other games. But all the bosses are kind of disappointing compared to the versions that they that were in Curse of the Moon. They seem to have kind of more more out there wacky attacks. But maybe it was just I was too high a level, so the fights were ending too soon. So you just felt like their attack the attack moves and patterns and stuff weren't weren't as cool as in curse of the moon i remember curse of the moon's boss fights were usually like a like that train thing or something like discrete huge sort of sections with platforms and stuff like that yeah it's just it's i don't know there's like i i feel like yeah i feel like in those ones i had you know each each one kind of had a specific thing going on and in in bloodstained a lot of them are just like here's their attack that they have where they just kind of slash in front of them but you're standing far away enough that you can just stand there and just hit them like 10 times in a row without having to do anything. Yeah, I felt like, I think it was the maybe the, the first boss or one of the bosses that I just kind of kept shooting with a gun from really far away and I felt kind of <laughs> like a dick doing that. But it, it was, that's that's bloodstained. So is that everything from uh, from your end of, the, of, of things, Kevin Stott? Yeah, that's everything I've been playing. Well, speaking of Metroidvanias, because we haven't had enough of those, I've been <laughs> playing a, a 3D one uh, called Control. Ah, I've heard of this. It's a it's a sweet uh, game. It's made by Remedy, the makers of Max Payne and Max Payne 2. It's uh, a, a very good time. Yeah, what is it? What I know about it is you're a lady and you're apparently you're in like an office building and you're shooting a bunch of dudes. 
very uh very brutalist like architecture and it's basically building that's meant to be, kind of be like the fbi i think you i think you might enjoy this premise actually kevin uh you're a, uh-huh. uh I'll, I'll go from the start you get you, there's a director of this place and he shoots himself and you're like what the heck and you you're, you're a lady going into the fbi offices all unknown and you, you grab the gun and then the gun says hey you're the di- you're the director of the fbi now <laughs> basically <laughs> And you have this magical gun that changes uh, forms to like a little shotgun and a, another gun. All these different guns that are in all the video games. And uh, you can also, uh, as director, fly about and dodge around. Uh, your gun and your dodge and, and all these different levitation moves are on uh, different uh, uh, refillable bars uh-huh. that are discrete from each other. So uh, during combat, you'll be you know shooting a couple guys, then that bar will empty, and then you'll start levitating rocks or throwing fire extinguishers at people <laughs> like you carry. And it's it's very uh, feels very dynamic. Uh, enemies also drop uh, health pickups, so you're sort of incenti- incentivized to to uh, go into the fray and get really close to enemies and jump all around all the time. A bit like that that recent Doom that came out. You uh, always yeah. want to be moving around. It's a lot of fun. Um, and a, a, a feature of this crazy uh, FBI, or whatever, they have a name for it, but it's the FBI uh, building, uh, is, is that it's all uh, warping and crazy and huge, mm. uh, and, and there's uh, magical items that shouldn't <laughs> do the things that they do in this facility, like fridges that eat people and, and bad rubber duckies and, and all sorts of things <laughs> that you have to... Yes, you know you have to to bind, and uh, you can get powers from some of it, and it's pretty, it's pretty good. It's it's fun to see such like a um warehouse. Was it, what was that show you watched, Kevin? Um, where, where it's about the the. I think they called it Warehouse. The I think they called it Warehouse Thirteen. Yeah, it's 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 a bit like that. Yeah, that sounds um, cool. It's like that's a fun idea. It is. It is a fun idea. I think um. Um, I, I sort of wanted more mind-bendy, uh, um, I think I'm about more than halfway through it, or, or even more at this point, um, based on looking at, like, the skill tree and stuff. Mm-hmm. I want the game to do a little bit more, like, messing with my mind kind of stuff. Mm. I want to see some, like, Batman Scarecrow level <laughs> yeah. uh, messing with me, but it... And but uh, it's only it's it's only kind of been a few discrete sections where like stuff has kind of gone gone a little odd at this point. But mm. hopefully by the end, uh, it'll be uh, it'll be playing with my mind a little bit with some Shyamalan twists, as <laughs> as we say. Um, yeah, that stuff is cool. Evil Within Two had a lot of weird weird stuff going on. Yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with Evil Within Two. One thing to note with Control uh, is is that it's a it's a cool game. But it's got bad performance. It does not run well on the the regular Xbox uh, One or One S, and apparently it runs even worse on the original uh, PS4. Oh bummer. So, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of one of those things where Remedy they've said they're gonna try and fix it. So it's one of those things where we kind of want to wait and see because it's almost uh, we're, it's it's almost not not cool. Like, when six or seven enemies come into the room and it's, like, chugging less than ten, it's kind of mm. kind of rough. It reminded me of playing, like, a real old uh, PS... Like, in, in back in the PS2 days, it was, it was like, very expected when a game didn't ran, like, complete shit. It, it reminds me of those, those types of days. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a bummer. That's a weird thing. What's going to happen in the future? We're not going to have those... We're going to have one more box, and then, who knows? Maybe streaming stuff. That would be weird. Yeah, people want to... They're looking at either... I don't know. Stream, streamy boxes, or, or boxes that just... They're just going to do the Xbox One X thing, where they just release new models all the time, and certain games won't run on yeah. the last one. Lots of weird subscription stuff with, like, the some sort of Apple one, and... I don't know. Everything's changing. It's alright. We just have to keep making good games. We'll be fine. But uh, but yeah, that's that's a good. Speaking of good games, Control one one good game. Oh, and and I might mention that uh the the sort of structure outside of combat and running around is it's kind of like a it is like kind of like a Metroidvania kind of almost a Metroid Prime kind of structure to it where you're going to all these different sort of areas of the facility and and exploring exploring through those fighting bosses and and all that uh. All that junk. But that's a uh, that's a uh, control for me. Um, the only other thing I've really been messing around with is WoW Classic came out a little bit, Kevin. Hmm, I heard about and this. When I was younger, I did not get the chance to ever play World <clears throat> World of Warcraft because because uh, I didn't have a credit card. Hmm. But now I'm older, I'm wiser. I'm more responsible. I have money. I can I can get a subscription so, to, to World so of Warcraft. So wise and responsible that I'm ready to go all in on World of Warcraft. I'm ready to lose years. <laughs> a notoriously not life-destroying game. <laughs> I need to have a drink of water. One second. But yes, I, I don't I don't want to... I don't think... Look, even at this point, I don't enjoy... Uh, the act of playing this game that much that I think it's gonna it's gonna persist for years as like an ongoing relationship. Really, all it's made me want to do is 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 play Diablo three a little <laughs> bit more. because yeah. that's a bit that's a bit faster. <laughs> I feel like, but it's fun. I like uh I like going around the world and and seeing all these people and trying to trying to get them to talk to me. That's mainly been the game. Is that I'll, I'll go to I'll be in a spider cave and then I'll I'll see another gnome and I'll be like, well, what? yeah, what's up? <laughs> what's up, man? Are you having Are you having fun in these caves? Like I'll be trying like sort of a, a discreet, uh, kind of role playing mm-hmm. sort of service in in the game for people if they if they want one. Um, if you wanted to add me, uh, my username is Bike Rack. It's it's spelled how it sounds. And you can you, we can play World of Warcraft together, everybody. <laughs> it's time for the part of the show where we answer questions. Do you remember this, Kevin? Ooh, I'm I'm totally ready to answer a question. We're gonna have to stop the show here and find that question that was about game design books we were meant to answer six months ago. <laughs> but didn't I brought that up and then didn't you tell me that we had already talked about it? Apparently, I, I don't I I don't think we did. Okay, all right. Here's Okay, one sec, I'll go get my books. I've got four books here. This is, this is probably out of a little bit out of date because these books I all got uh, whenever I was at Quantum, which is what, 20, 2012? Uh, before we get started, I remember this was a question that was originally from Krusty Kong on Twitter who, who asked uh, about uh, getting into game design and, and, and wanting to, to look at different game design books. Kevin and, and Joey, who isn't here today, he's actually uh, on, on, a, on a foray in uh, China. Uh, so he can't get to this question, unfortunately. But Kevin has 
is a graduate of the prestigious <laughs> Quantum the College. School of Game Video Games. Video Game University, as it's known to, to many <laughs> uh, in Australia. Uh, so, so uh, uh, in fact, I'm I'm uh, I'm uh, all ears attentive uh, as to what Kevin will be will be bringing to the table today. Okay, so these are the books that I've got. The, one of them is called Rules of Play. That's uh, that was one that we had to get for Quantum College, but we never we never ever really used it. Uh, and also, it's one of those books that is it's kind of extremely. It's extremely, it's an extremely dry academic book, where they spend a lot of time uh, talking about, you know, defining a game. A lot of these books spend a lot of time trying to define what 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 a video game is, which is kind of what, a waste of what time. Is a game? <laughs> yeah, they're all like, oh, is, is it, it is it is it a is it a way to play? <laughs> you have a it's a thing where there's objectives and you're it's different from the real world, and they're trying to look at all these different things it's like. It's not that important to define it. Everyone knows what a game is. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Unless you want to be some sort of video game doctor who writes papers about stuff like Ian Bogost, <laughs> I think is one of those. <laughs> uh, don't need it. What's next? <laughs> exactly. Throw it out the window. I got a book what here called uh, by Scott Rogers called Level Up, The Guide to Great Video Game Design. Uh, underneath from the designer from the game designer of Pac-Man World TM and Maximo TM series yes Uh, and I think he worked on Uh, I've I've never wanted to learn more I think he worked on God of War 2 as well Uh, this book has lots of drawings in it uh, and some sort of lesson about how no one would read his game design documents until he started putting little drawings in them uh, it's also got a part at either the front or the back where he's drawn kind of an empty level, and if you meet him, he will uh, fill that level in with a level design for you. Oh, that's good. I like that. Um, this game is very specifically about making it. It's 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 like things about enemies and jump heights and. Uh, and obstacles and stuff like that. So it's very kind of specifically about making Pac-Man World. So if you want to make Pac-Man World, there's some tips <laughs> about how to make that game. Uh, or Maximo in that in that book there, he'll tell he'll tell you all you need to know about making. He's Pac-Man got World. all the secrets for a Pac-Man World or Maximo sequel. Yeah. If, you, if so, if you that's what you're after. It. If it's going to be a character action game and you want to hear what he has to say about it, then that's what you. It also has a recipe for chili, I think, in it. He talks a lot about how... That might be a different one. Maybe that's Rafkost's one. One of these books has a has a recipe for chili in it. I was going to say, it, it has like a, a level design. He, he fills out at the back. It's got a recipe for chili. It's like It sounds like a really stupid version of House of Leaves. <laughs> it's like a bunch of anecdotes that have nothing to do with games. Yeah, one of these books, there's he, they keep talking about how... Um, Making a video game is like making chili because you have to have all these ingredients mm. that come together, and then at the end it includes a recipe for chili. That's good. Um, okay, here's the other two ones, and these ones I think are the good ones. These are the ones that you're interested in. Uh, mm. So one of them is called "The Art of Game Design: A Book of Lenses" by Jesse Shell, who made the uh, 
he worked at Disney doing VR stuff for a while. He did a he did a VR uh, Aladdin game for Disney Quest. The oh, that was that was Jesse Shell. Yeah, that was him. Uh, and he also did the Pirates of the Caribbean one. Um, wow. Yeah, recently he did some sort of uh, he did a VR game where you're a, like a spy. It's called like I Expect You to Die or something. He did Toontown as well, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He did do Toontown. <laughs> like, yes, everyone he's had loves a, Toontown. He's had a strange. He's had a strange pedigree. Um, this one's kind of that one's kind of theoretical. He talks a lot about like kind of each chapter is about a different lens, which is kind of an, a different idea for you to talk about to like think about what a game is. Stuff about like surprise and and. I don't know, just looking through the looking through the the things, the the table of contents. Um what have they got? Like stuff, he'll tell you like a, there's like a chapter on yeah, a chapter on like possibility and story, attention curves and stuff. So all kind of different all kind of different ideas uh, that you can apply to your design and maybe you can figure out uh, you know, it, I think it, the idea is that it's helpful to look at things from a different perspective, and then maybe you'll be able to see uh, a new way to do things or 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 a new solution to an to an old problem that you might have. Uh, and it's it's kind of it's inspiring as well. I think it just talks about a lot of things. It's it gives you lots of ideas. It'll it'll fire your brain off, and you'll be thinking about ideas for games and how you, how you want them to be. So I like that one. It'll make your synapses fire off. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then I have another one here. It's called Game Design Workshop, a play-centric approach to creating innovative games by Tracy Fullerton. Um, mm. And this one is a lot more practical. So the kind of... this this. This book goes through kind of the creation of a game from start to finish, and it goes through like creating a paper prototype and thinking about designs and play testing it with people and going back. So this is a lot more about um, how to actually make how to actually make a game, and that one is pretty useful too because it's it's general enough for you to use it. I think for for any game, um, but it's also you know, practical and telling you what the next step is to actually make it. Whereas, like, the art of game design, you'll probably get a lot of ideas about, oh, I have an idea for a great game, but it doesn't really tell you how to, uh, how to go about creating, creating the game. Um, and those are, those are my tips about books about making video games. Those are sweet tips. I have one, I, I have one suggestion here on the uh, marketing side of thing, uh, this is a book I, I borrowed from Kevin and haven't given back. It is Console Wars by Blake Harris. Oh uh, yeah, right console now. holes are always... Um, it's... Yeah, did you just say console holes? Yeah, I was gonna just not... I was gonna not bring it up. I noticed that I said console <laughs> holes. I was just... Co- I was hoping to uh, just let it slide and move on. I'm but, sorry. you know, thanks. Look, look man, you know, you know what? Let's just completely let's forget that you said console holes and keep going. Okay. Um, co- I don't want to make you feel too bad about <laughs> saying console holes, so let's forget all about okay, that. Okay, thanks. Man. Uh, this book is about uh, about Tom Kalinsky, 
who was uh, working at Sega America. Um, he was sort of fighting an uphill battle, uh, giving it his all, doing the marketing side of things in Sega in the pivotal time where they were sort of trying to build a brand, building Sonic as a mascot with all, all these big attitude. They do a lot of uh, a lot of risky f- uh, tactics. Yeah, I found it. I found that really. I found it kind of inspiring to read in terms of marketing stuff because yeah. of how, like, how well they did and the kind of ideas that they had. Like one of them, it like it. The idea I think that it it I took out of it was you can be you can have like creative ideas to to solve this kind of business problem. One of the ones that I remember the one of the tactics that I remember the most was that. Uh, they were trying to get like store placement in Walmart, I think, and so they kept trying to go to the Walmart guy, but he wasn't interested, and so they just bought out all of the advertising around the office that he worked at. So every time he went to work, he just saw a bunch of billboards about Sega, and then eventually he's like, "Oh, well, I guess they're a big deal. Maybe I will sign them." Yeah, a lot of. Uh lateral prob- uh, problem solving and and thinking to solve problems is uh is is very inspiring and in Yeah, it's also just really entertaining because of all the crazy there's a lot of big characters and there's a lot of uh there's like double crossing and all kinds of crazy stuff that's going on. Yeah, it's 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 formatted like a really uh very engaging novel like a like about some backstabbing yeah. kind of business stuff going on. It's very very entertaining and a good read and a lot of good tips as well so that's console wars now uh crusty kong you have a, a veritable library to draw from <laughs> and you have literally no excuse not to make the greatest game that me and kevin will ever see i'm expecting it should you release this game and link it to us uh both me and kevin and it's great uh both me and kevin will retire <laughs> that's and, my and promise you, to you you will take our place You'll take our place at uh, Sky Pirates. <laughs> that's that's the, that's the, that's that's how our uh, how our offices have always been formatted. That's how we got our jobs. That's how the people before us got their jobs here. Mm. It's eternal. It's a, it's a family business. Yeah, eternal business. Uh, and 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 that's the note we're going off on. Uh, video games are an eternal business. If anything, um, they'll never go away. And, and, and they're forever. That's true. They really won't. I do too. Sometimes, you know, it's a bit of a love-hate relationship with video games. Yeah, it's, it's a bit it's a bit slapdash. A bit all over the place. It's a bit on again, off again, I'd say. Gen- generally, I'm positive about them. I think they <laughs> Yeah, I think so. I think so. On the, <laughs> on the, po- on the good side, in ge- in, on, on average... I'm excited. Well, let's talk about some Sky Pirate stuff. Yeah, of course. We should have done that at the start of the show. That's all right. I will do it now. Yeah. We're, 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 we're making some cowboy game. Um, we want to get Haunted PC out. There's kind of lots of stuff we're working on. So, um, who knows what what stuff of it will get done or when or where. Um, but hopefully you'll be able to play some cowboy game soon. Yeah, we're we're. Go- we're- Hoping that you'll be uh, the cowboy game will be uh, in a form that you can you can muck around with a little bit soon, um, and and get a little bit more hands hands on with it. Yeah, I've been away for a while, so now that I'm back, I'm I'm ready to 
get stuck in and make some video game. Uh, we are also working on getting Help I'm Haunted to PC. We're just looking into the doability of that at the moment and, and uh, running our hands through the code, seeing yes. what, uh, if there'll be any uh, issues. It is, unfortunately, a very kind of... a very o- old and kind of shoddily made project because I started it when I had no idea what I was doing. So, I... Yeah, a bit of a, a bit of a shaky foundation we've built upon that we possibly have to to, to build up uh, some parts again, but we'll just see. Yeah, we'll just have to see. We'll keep going on it. Lick our fingers and put them out to the wind, you know, with that stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's video games. That's video games for you. We're trying our best out here, and we'll we'll have some more communication on on our front uh, soon regarding our video games, old people. If you'd like to ask any questions for the podcast, any game design advice or anything like that, that's always super exciting for us to get. So so please message us at uh, questions at skypiratestudios.com. If you want to send us a message about uh, that we suck, you can send that in and we'll we'll kind of... We'll defend ourselves, you know, to it. <laughs> no, what I was going to say is, is, is if you're sending in a question to say we suck, I think uh, we'll look at the question and we might workshop it a bit before we put it in the show. Might change it to we rule. <laughs> you know, maybe. That's an option. That might happen. Uh, but a guarantee, if you just ask us a nice, uh, uh, honest question, we won't change it at all. But if you're really mean, we're going to make you look like a big doo-doo. Yeah, I, I, I guarantee if you, if you send us through an insult, uh, we will insult you back twice as hard on, on air. So... Think about it. Think twice, I'd say. Think twice. Think, do I want to get dunked on by two men on the radio? No. We're not. You don't want to, you don't want to get dunked on by those two guys. <laughs> We're not here to play nice. We're playing for keeps. We're not here to make friends. So watch oh, out. that's not... All right. <laughs> <We're> just... <laughs> That's what we're going to end on. We're not here to make friends, so watch out uh, for us, Sky Pirate Studios. Uh, if you want to get in contact anywhere else, we have a Twitter, Sky Pirate Radio. We're on Facebook as well. But otherwise, thanks for listening, everybody. It's been so much fun to, to hear from you again for, and for you to hear from us. I love you. Listen to our podcast. Thank you. Mwah. 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 Oh, beautiful listeners. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.